Hello and welcome to another episode of the CG Business Advisor brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. Thank you so much for tuning in to our episode. If you missed any of our previous episodes, make sure you follow the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And for more information about CG Tax Audit and Advisory, head to cgteam.com. Today's episode is jam-packed with information. We're going to be talking about business rebranding. We're joined today by Andrea DeMarchi, co-founder of In Creative Company, a creative agency collective hybrid that's made it comfortable to connect with creatives and their services. Andrea's expertise is leading projects involving brand strategy, web design, copywriting, social marketing, and event promotion. She's a skilled project manager with in-house marketing expertise and has branded networking communities, podcasts, restaurants, coaches, legal professionals, and more. Andrea, thanks so much for joining us here on the CG Business Advisor. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Scott. I want to talk about startup companies. What elements are there that new businesses need to have in place before they actually start the initial branding process? It's always great to have formation papers as well as a business plan. However, I have worked with startups that did not have those things in place and they wanted more of a brand direction to figure out what their chosen name should be. But it is always great to have that business plan as the cornerstone so that we know the direction of what their services and products will provide as well as a general overview. And then you can get into the whole branding process, right? And then, you know, what's in a name anyway, right? I guess it's it's a lot, it's pretty much very important what's in a name. Yeah, it absolutely is. And there's an infinite amount of possibilities. So diving into what it should be is sometimes where a lot of business owners get hung up where a startup has everything else in place, but that name, they just haven't found anything that really sticks. So during the brand strategy, we'll come up with some creative solutions, but that overall business plan really should be understood so that we understand the direction that the strategy should go in. What about rebranding for established businesses? Like when do you know it's time to actually rebrand? Is there any indicators, signs that you should look out for where you know it's time for a rebrand? Yes. So a rebrand will take place when a company's culture and ethos has evolved beyond what it currently was. So if you're looking at your website and your digital elements like your social media and it just doesn't feel like it is resonating and you have to reintroduce yourself to people that are potential customers, that's an indication that a rebrand should be taking place at some time soon. Because if you have to reintroduce the way that you are seen online and you almost have to reformat it when you actually meet up with the person, that means that there's something that you outgrew, which is totally natural. A rebrand is a natural evolution of a business's journey because it's an evolving story. And just like how we look different from when we were children, it's the same for a business, right? You grow and you shift what that will look like. And another indication is just time because naturally if a business has been in formation for over 60 years, 
it's going to need a modern approach. It needs to look current and right now. Having a nostalgia feel is okay to incorporate, but it still should look very 2022 and not like it's stuck back in the 2010s or later. So how long does this process take? What's the timeline for a rebrand? So I'd say it starts at eight weeks, but could be longer depending on the amount of deliverables and the scope needed, but at the minimum eight weeks. So how do you get your internal team on board for a big rebrand? So first, when you're thinking about your internal team, you want to have a very organized internal launch. So before you reveal anything externally, make sure you share your new brand with the rest of your team. And the first thing you want to do is get them excited behind the brand from the get-go because you want to involve them in the process and listen to their feedback and hear their ideas. So to launch your rebrand internally first, you want to think of it as a soft launch. And it's the best way to get everyone on board. You can work out any kinks, get their feedback, and you're bringing on the whole team so they feel like they understand the brand story and that they can best represent this brand and the branding. So keep in mind that the launch four to six weeks, uh, the soft launch will be about four to six weeks before the public launch. So that's allowing time for them to get oriented with all of the new branding, ask questions, you can receive their feedback and have this an organized process so they know what's going on before it goes public. And it does take about four to six weeks, especially when rebranding larger businesses. So the second thing to take into consideration is explain not just what you've done, but why you were branded at all. So the team should understand why this rebranding took place Talk about the problems that were solved with the rebranding, the strategy behind it, your creative decisions, why you took that creative approach, and have them really understand exactly why this rebrand happened so that they can also speak about it and own it as a person on the team. Something fun to think about, consider throwing a special unveiling event so that they feel like they can get pumped up and excited. You want this to be a celebration. A rebrand is like a birth, so you want to celebrate that. And having a special event that celebrates this new chapter is something that can be exciting, fun. It's something to look forward to instead of it being very analytical and potentially stressful for the team. Now this is bringing a fun element that I think is always appreciated. Another thing to think about that I strongly recommend is have the creative team like myself walk people through the brand story from inception to final execution. So they wanna make sure that the rebrand is a story that they could tell themselves. And if they can't tell the story of your brand, that is a red flag because you want it to be easy for them to be a representative of the brand, right? And an ambassador, every team, 
person should be an ambassador and they should be able to tell that brand story easily, whether it's to their family, their friends, their network, et cetera. So if they can tell the story as well, that's a good indication that it'll be a extremely successful rebranding. During this creative walkthrough, encourage feedback and questions, designate point people to field these questions and have a plan for revisions so that everyone feels like their feedback is taken into consideration, all questions are answered, and people will feel like they know what's going on and they can really own this rebrand with us. So put the brand in their hands in a lot of ways. So whether it's um, during this unveiling event, this in this internal soft launch, you can hand out some fun swag, play games, quizzes, maybe have a brand colored theme party to generate a lot of excitement. And this also gets them to understand what this rebrand is and the new look and feel. It's definitely the fun element, but it will also provide some crucial insights to the creative team on how this is going to be brought to the external launch. The next thing is coordinate cross departments for deploying uh, multiple offices across the country or world per se, our remote employees, you wanna make sure that everyone's on board, depending on how large the business is, you wanna coordinate this across all departments so that they all know what's going on, even accounting or other parts of the business that maybe don't always create content, they should still absolutely know about this rebrand and be incorporated into every single aspect so that they can know what's going on. I think that's also a respect thing that it's they shouldn't just walk into work one day and all of a sudden all the logos are different and they didn't know that this was happening. Everyone should know this is happening before the external launch. And another key aspect that I see overlooked a lot is everyone should know where the brand assets live. So where is this brand style guide? Where are the logos? Where are these digital assets? How do they use them? Very practical applications, but absolutely crucial on what is going to be utilized in the future. How is it used? Where can you find it? As a marketing director, that was something that just made my job a lot easier too. I don't want hundreds of people asking me, where is the logo located? Just telling everyone all at the same time, giving a rundown, answering questions, giving them a follow-up email with all of the links on where this is located, make sure everyone has access. All of that ensures a successful, happy, and stress-free external launch, right? So you want to get all that stuff done first internally for the soft launch. And the overall goal is for each member of the team understand and believe the brand story and understand why you've rebranded in the first place. The next goal is to make interesting and exciting ideas for the external launch. A lot of time when the team sees the rebrand, they really think outside the box and they start to provide feedback on how to um, you know, bring this to the external public, especially because everyone understands the audience, their demographic, who they work for, what their service is. 
they generate a lot of really fun ideas and having that fresh approach of how to bring this externally. I always love hearing from the team and also seeing how energized and excited they get, I think is just a really nice way to pump everyone up and get them excited about bringing this to the public. And there's also the very important aspect. This is possibly the most important aspect of everything I've stated so far, is make sure everyone knows their role for the rebrand launch. So what does this mean? Who will need to be notified? Who will prep assets? When will the external launch happen? What needs to be prepared for the announcements? Um, do we need to have press questions ready, timelines, checklists, etc.? Everything should be assigned to very specific people. Everyone should know what their role is exactly and timelines, deadlines, etc. And try to equip every department with the tools they need before it's needed. That way you can ensure everyone is hitting their different deadlines and even better spot opportunities to use resources more effectively. You definitely don't want to launch with just pieces of the rebranding, but not having, let's say like the website not fully updated or still be handing out old business cards, which I actually see a lot where they'll just hand out the old business cards and the new business cards weren't issued yet. Those sorts of things for a rebrand should definitely be consistent and you wanna take that into consideration immediately and have that as the goal and that all of the required assets are ready before the external launch. And if it's not, if it's in limbo and it's externally launched and it's rushed per se, it could really have some negative effects. You want to make sure that the external perception of your brand and your internal perception as well is consistent. Visual consistency is going to have a bigger impact than inconsistency. Inconsistency reduces the impact of the big rebrand reveal. It's also really confusing for your team. It's making it harder for them to follow or enforce new branding guidelines as well. So you want to give them all the resources they need before the external launch and make sure everyone's got whatever they need. And sometimes the team will bring up, hey, what about this? What about that? And that's why you want to allow that four to six weeks for that time to have the team process this new rebrand and have it thoroughly fleshed out before it goes external. And then it could be this really big rebrand reveal that everyone is super excited about. As a marketing professional, as someone that does branding, the, I have seen teams resist change. It's natural. It's, it's a natural response to resist this change. So you want to make it as easy as possible for your team to understand and implement your new brand guidelines. A brand style guide is really crucial here. It makes sure it's easy to navigate. There's plenty of real world experiences and it's as comprehensive as possible, allowing people to you know, ask questions, add input, maybe add in additional pages of things that people are asking, et cetera, so that they feel empowered. And then the resistance to change will subside and they'll be all in 100%. 
And the final statement that I also want to state is extremely important is your team should also know who to contact if they have questions about usage and make sure the brand style guide lives in an easily accessible place, whether it's distributed in print or online, along with the brand style guide, all assets should be easily available, including things like logos, color palettes, fonts, etc. Everything should be very accessible and they should know who to ask questions to. And the point of contact should be across the board the same so that everyone knows who to go to when they're navigating this new rebrand. That should set yourself up for immense success and your external launch will go smoothly. So what do you need to get lined up for your external launch? All the materials for the rebrand, there usually is a lot. So you wanna prepare and have a plan. And you want to have these things finished before the external launch. So I broke it down into different categories. The first is administration. So think email addresses, email signatures, business cards, internal documents like employee handbooks, financial documents, then external documents, sales materials, presentations, financial materials like invoices, signage, AdWords update any third-party directories. So there's a small list for administration, but then also working with the admin teams if there's anything else that they feel like needs to be updated and have a plan for that as well. The next thing is web. So domain names, redirects, metadata, site titles, tags, logos, favicons, SEO, keywords, all of the backend places that a uh, thing would need to be changed on the web. So both there's the board facing, what people see when they log into the domain name from a browser. And then there's the back end as well, when your webmaster logs into the website and needs to change things like SEO, et cetera. There should be a plan for both of those. Next is the marketing. So the marketing department, making sure that they have the brand style guide, media kit, brand asset library, content guidelines, newsletter templates, any templates at all that they use is to go into social media and promotional materials. All of those should be updated. And going more into social handles, profile pics, bios, hashtags. That's a very small list and, and also including any templates. So all of that should also be updated the distribution plan. So for a distribution plan, um, you want to brief stakeholders. And of course, like I spoke about before, brief internal teams and prepare any teasers and public announcements have a thorough external launch plan so that there's a timeline of how you're going to bring this to the public and making sure that the entire team is on board. So when that day comes, everyone knows that that's the rebrand announcement and that they understand the cadence of how this will be rolled out. And they can also ask questions, add an input, et cetera. That is a overview of a list of internal and external touch points that need updating during the big brand reveal. And if your team brings anything else 
forward that needs to be rebranded that allows enough time to make that happen so that your external launch is thorough and exciting and it brings new eyes and also a reemergence to your audience. So it could be a really great time to celebrate, but I feel like when there's lack of preparedness and a lack of a plan, that's when it becomes stressful. So planning reduces stress and there will definitely be a uh, successful external launch with everything I just stated. Leave no stone unturned. Should you be wary of rebranding too much? Is there such a thing as too much rebranding? Yes. So I would say that if you're confusing your audience and they don't know who you are and you need to completely introduce yourself and say, hey, it's me every six months, every year, that's probably too often. Mm -hmm. There are subtle ways to do tweaks. So you can say, you know, maybe adding in new elements, keeping a current as digital designers. We do this for in creative company all the time where we introduce new elements, but they still very much are in within our visual identity. So it's super slight tweaks just so that we're on trend and moving forward, which is sometimes what a business needs. Sometimes they don't need a complete rebrand. They just need a refresh, which is what should be happening. It should fold in organically. So you don't have to completely reintroduce yourself. You're still very much recognizable to your audience, but just looking a little bit more now current and on the ball with it and not you know, what you were doing two years ago. But I think if you need to completely reintroduce yourself and people almost think like, oh, did you start a new business? That may have been too much of an overhaul and you may need to like rein it back just so you don't lose some of your audience when it's so incredibly new, they feel like they don't even know who they're looking at. So there is a delicate balance and working with the professional will ensure that you're moving forward confidently and not putting yourself in a position where you need to tell your audience the ins and outs of why you made the decisions visually that you've made. Mm -hmm. And I think when it's easy and it's natural and it's hyping your audience up, that's when you know you did it right. So give me a quick example. Like what's a, a, a quick, fun way to introduce a new look? So I love reintroducing new looks on things like stories because they're impermanent. So you can kind of get a feel of how the audience will resonate. And then you can take that to more permanent places like a website. So definitely doing some test marketing, trying it out, even asking your loyal customers what do you think of this? People will provide their feedback very readily. People love giving their opinion. In all of our rebrands and website redesigns, we do UX research because the customers are always willing to spill everything and tell them everything they love, everything they don't love. And then we can move forward in a way we know that we're augmenting and we're implementing something that they're going to genuinely enjoy. And it's optimizing what's been done instead of recreating everything and then just 
why even have done it? So we've worked with businesses that have been in 60 plus years of business. And so there's things that we definitely keep and that truly resonate and is nostalgic for that audience. But then there's other things that really should be updated, like photography. I mean, it's great on a timeline on the About Us page to have the old photography to show the progression, but the products should be updated with how it looks right now and should look very current and new because that is what the customer is actually receiving. So what's the next step then? What do you do after the rebrand is complete? That's a great question. So after the rebrand is complete, we put it out everywhere and really bring it as a celebration. This is a huge milestone for a business and should be spoken about to everyone every place that they are. So doing an email campaign, uh, doing a website refresh, and then having a campaign about the website refresh, having it on all of the social, and doing consistent posts about it. Don't just post about it once. Talk about it consistently for an entire quarter, because this is a lot for your audience to take in, and you can't assume that they'll see it the first Post. So keep talking about it, keep it relevant and reintroduce it to your audience a few times so that they know that this is the real you. Also having your whole team on board. So having every single email signature updated and all the other places where your, your branding is, have it all consistent. So the rebrand is done everywhere and not just in some places. So now there's a fragmentation and it's mis mismatched. So tell me about what you do at In Creative Company. Thank you for asking. So In Creative Company is a creative agency and community hybrid. And so we love helping businesses perform brand strategies and brand identities and have an entire branding process with us, which we can take to website design, social media design, and really everywhere, capability decks, email signatures, email campaigns, anything that is created, we can work with. And we absolutely love working with brands after a rebrand because there's just so many places to put this. It gets us really excited. Internally, we are a community because we know as a creative, it takes a multifaceted approach to feel like it's our most creative self and that we're doing our best work for our clients. So we have events and a support system where we can feel like we're really doing our best work and well-rounded and also filling our cup up creatively so that we're coming up with new ideas and feeling empowered and enthusiastic about the work that we've done. Great stuff. Where can the listeners go for more information or to get in touch with you? So you can find us at InCreative.co and we are also on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Don't be scared of a rebrand or branding. It's a lot of fun. And when you're working with a professional, it is absolutely more of a hand-holding experience where ask us your questions, give us feedback, and we're working with you. So a lot of times I've worked with businesses where they put it on hold because they were afraid of what that would look like and the experience, but it really is truly a, a great experience where they feel like, wow, why didn't I do this sooner? So if you're tossing it around and you're, and you're not sure if you should, just 
reach out to us and get a better idea of what that whole journey is, because it's always better to talk to a professional and see if that's the right timing for you, because it's better to get it done now than to wait. You're definitely leaving money on the table, not doing the rebrand and procrastinating it. Well said. Andrea, I love the conversation. It's such an important topic. You know, many people probably don't think about it when they're, you know, going over the process of what's going on, whether it's their startup or their current business. But your brand is everything, you know, and how people perceive you is really going to go a long way into determining your success. Yes, I completely agree. Thank you for having me on the podcast, Scott. I enjoyed it a lot. So much great information from Andrea DeMarkey, again, co-founder of In Creative Company. Just some great insights there, and we appreciate her time. We appreciate all of you for tuning in to the CG Business Advisor, brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. For more information, you can head to cgteam.com. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time, this is the CG Business Advisor.